0: So without further ado, let's begin.
1: We are reading from A Day at a Time, February 5th, Reflection for the Day. If I am troubled, worried, exasperated, or frustrated, do I tend to rationalize the situation and lay the blame on someone else? When I am in such a state, is my conversation punctuated with he did... She said, they did. Or can I honestly admit that perhaps I'm at fault? My peace of mind depends on overcoming my negative attitudes and tendency toward rationalization. Will I try, day by day, to be rigorously honest with myself? Today I pray. May I catch myself as I talk in the third person. He did, or they promised, or she said she would and listen for the blaming that has become such a pattern for me, and preserves delusion. May I do a turnabout and face myself instead. Today I will remember, honesty is the only policy. Ugh. <laughs> I, I know. <laughs> um, golly. Okay, so this came up when I was, I don't know, in several different occasions, talking with my sponsee, and then just my own like journaling and stuff. But this whole thing about blame and I've been meaning to look up the definition and the etymology to like really narrow in on on how it's showing up in my life. And I haven't been doing that. So I'm going to do that right now with you. So blame is a verb I'm going to read through like several definitions here because that's how I do this till I find the one that resonates the most. So to assign responsibility for a fault or wrong. Okay, so you're assigning responsibility. Sounds like a very responsible thing to do. <laughs> um, okay, to find fault with, to hold responsible, to place responsibility for, to censure, um, Hang on. Pop up that I'm closing. Okay. Yeah, it's to, to find fault. To place the responsibility of whatever happened on a person. Now we're going to look up the etymology of the word blame. God bless Google. It is just so crazy. Cool. Okay. The verb blame from the 1200s. Uh, To find fault with. It's opposed to praise or commend. Then it progressed in the 1300s to lay responsibility on for something deemed wrong. Ah, that's it. That's the one. To lay responsibility for a wrong. Yeah. Okay, so. This one just really is something that I'm wrestling with right now. So just forgive the uh, grunting and moaning. Um, so when I was learning about verbal abuse uh, and emotional abuse, things like that, it was drawn to my attention that blaming is a method of, or like a, a, a form, a version of a verbal abuse. Uh, verbal abuse. Um, something that, you know, can can be emotionally damaging to another person. Uh, If you're always blaming them for the way something goes wrong. And upon further reflection a couple years later now, I was just trying, I was starting to notice how, yes, I was talking to my sponsor about this. How um, I, I think I learned this as a kid, but how I'm always looking to assign blame either to myself or to another person. So this is not just me doling it out. I want there's like two this like this is like the triage I have of if a situation happens. Situation happens. It's not good. Whose fault is it? <laughs> is it mine or is it yours? And if it's yours, I'm going to tell you that it's not mine because then I'm okay and I'm in the clear and oh my gosh, thank God I didn't do something wrong. So it's a very actually self-focused, so twisted, it's so convoluted, but when I'm blaming you, deep down, <clears throat> I think this is what I'm getting at—not to excuse myself of doing it, but like to just understand myself—is that I am relieved to know it wasn't my fault. Unless it, I become defensive, and I, I, because I do this too, I feel like this is a different kind of blaming. Where, <clears throat> excuse me, where I'm like. Like, well, you do blah, blah, blah blah, after I've been accused of something. This specific blame, like that's just that's just crappy, right? Like stop doing that, Nora. But the this version of blame, where I am looking to find fault, this what the etymology describes it as, where I'm looking to place the responsibility for some for a wrong that happened. I, someone needs to own up to this, right? And if it's me, then, oh gosh, that's a bad day. Then, oh, the tailspin of shame and guilt and blame and shame and and depression and hopelessness. And it's never going to get better. And why did I do that? And why, you know, the what ifs and the shoulds and the shame and the, and then, you know, you land face first in a bucket of some food item that is not on my abstinence list you know, that's kind of where things will go for Blame, to be at fault for something. I haven't gotten to the root of this, and maybe I don't need to. I'm There's also that part of it. You know, we don't need to just, like, keep looking inward until we just, you know, for forever. Um, but now I lost my train of thought. I, I, I think I learned this as a kid. Oh, but to be at fault with something just so still, it still is. To be at fault for something, for someone else to find fault with me for something that happened is like, I, I react to that like shrapnel, like, no, it's not. Um, <laughs> growing up this is just a little humorous for me, and maybe not for you, but growing up, my mom enjoyed speaking in different languages. She's always had a knack for languages. She's lived in different countries. She, she kind of catches on to languages quickly, and it's like a mental challenge that she enjoys. So one language that she learned um, before all her kids came along was French, and I'm going to butcher it, but there's a phrase, it's not my fault. And she would it was kind of this funny thing where even as kids, we'd walk around and we'd just say snip on my foot <laughs> um, because she'd usually say it as a joke. Not if she was actually like in an altercation with my dad or something, um, but just because that was her go to defense of like, I didn't do it. <laughs> and so I think, you know, clearly I learned some of that Um as a kid, but I have really h- held on to it now as an adult, where it is like dangerous to my, the safety of my identity or something if I am at fault for something that has been deemed wrong. And so I, I need to work on this. <laughs> Basically, there's a lot of work that needs to be done here because then what I end up doing from a place of, I just want to banish it. I want to banish blame completely from my thought life. I want to, I don't want that to be my reflexive reaction to a situation where something goes wrong, that the first thing I do is find fault. Like even, I feel so bad saying this, even when my kids mess up, like if someone starts crying and then someone yells at them, I'm like, like, what happened? Who did something wrong? Like, who did it? Who hit who, you know, instead of I just want to like ponder this issue. I don't want to say anything like I can I can walk in when someone's, you know, I hear a bang and then someone cries and I can I can run over there and then just assess. That can be the first thing I do, like not to say anything, almost like that holy pause that I learned to pray for. Before deciding to use food, that holy pause, whatever thing it is that you use, what that moment, instead of just being like, something happened, ah, you know, substance. Something happened, substance. Like I, like not even th- stopping to think about what you're thinking. to To pray for that holy pause and for the, like, just pray to my higher power to, Remove the blame for me. That's one of those character defects that I can take to that step seven prayer and just ask for the grace to have it removed because it is very ingrained in my, like, almost like, like this, like instinctive response to a situation. And as an aside to that, like, it only makes things worse like say someone else is at fault and then they either get defensive cuz i'm blaming them i'm hurling you know insults like you did something wrong and then they get defensive and that that doesn't help us problem solve or it hurts them it shames them or it hurts their feelings none of that you know defensiveness shame hurt me hurling arrows of 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 judgment none of that helps and then if it's at me I really start to spiral or like self implode. And so I'm seeing that now. I'm seeing that. That's that's huge. That's huge that I can see that. Then I pray I will keep noticing it and get to the point where I can catch it maybe as it's happening and stop myself. And then I'll get to the point where I can catch it before it happens and then I don't have to cause you know I don't have to be the one who's caused this damage. And then pray to God I hope it just gets lifted. And then I just have this serene idea of, like, just looking at a situation, just taking it in. I have this image of myself, like, sliding in, you know, on the wooden floors, like, in my socks. Like, sliding in because I heard a loud noise and tears. And then just looking to assess and that like have, like, the grace of God flow in so that I can respond instead of react. So... Maybe you're struggling with that too. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you are struggling with. What 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 character defect you are noticing kind of coming up that you just want to eradicate. Um something that you need to be honest about. You don't need to hide behind, you know, blaming someone else or pointing the finger. You know, you where something where you would like or you have come to develop the emotional security and also the knowledge and and belief in your, the identity that you have is, is inherently good so that you can look at these yucky things that we have acquired over our lives and come to a place of acceptance and rest in the honesty and the belief and hope that we can change and grow better. With that, I pass Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you feel that Mindset Coaching could help you on your 12-step journey, please feel free to reach out and find me at CatholicMindsetCoaching.com. But more than that, it's important to me to give listeners, like yourself, a place where you do not need to feel alone on your 12-step journey. And for that reason, I've created a Facebook group. It's called Grateful Blessed Mess, and it's a place where listeners can go to add their own commentary on the share for the day, in addition to my own, and for us just to have a conversation